Good evening, Sunday fun day here at Card Authority. Thank you very much for joining us once again. It's been a big few days and we love nothing more than a new release. Done a little bit of a switcheroo with the cameras because it was kind of creepy as both looking in different directions. Jenks, how are you feeling, mate? Obviously, it's been a not a great couple of hours for you. Uh, look, to be honest with you and everyone else, well, you already know I haven't actually been able to watch the footy. We've passively sort of been listening to it a little bit in the background. I've been kind enough to let you know what the scores were. Yeah, uh, but uh, I've had an extremely busy day and it's probably good that I've been distracted off the footy yep. away from the football, so that's probably uh, a good thing. I understand your pain. Uh, and uh, here we are. Yeah, it's always good to join you on a Sunday night. G'day, Mason. G'day, Robert, the Jack boys. Um, yeah, as we know, everyone has seen the release of Prestige previews the last couple of days. Um, and it's really exciting time. Obviously, we only get sort of half a dozen releases every year. Uh, Selective rolled out the three previews for Prestige over the last couple of days. The Select Collector Club is opening tomorrow, which we'll cover on. But first of all, Jenks, um, obviously heaps of people saying hello. G'day, Cameron. Maddie Anderson, you're right. Ten dollars is a bargain. Um, yeah, yeah, David. Um, you know, uh, David's channeling his inner someone else right there. Right. I love that. I love that troll. Thank you very much, Steve. Cade. Cade. Big shout out to Cade as well. Hope things are going well for you, mate. He's got um, what's Cade's store? Oh, I think it's someone else, maybe. Niall, how are you? Damien, how are you? You gave me that really blank look there, James. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, great to have everyone on board. Yeah, look, there's heaps of people streaming on. Yeah, heaps of guys. We'll keep saying hello as it goes through. Um, obviously, there's a little bit of a mini cast to talk about prestige and what is going on with it. First of all, Jenks, um, we've seen the previews the last couple of days. What? First of all, what is, what's your feeling on it? Like, how, how do you feel it's going? Um, so the previews are previews and for a product like Prestige, it's always a really difficult thing. And I, I certainly came across it last year, as I'm sure a lot of uh, people tuning in right now will probably agree with my position on this, that Prestige last year, it was really like demonstrated on that particular release, how the previews and how a lot of types of cards, especially really colorful parallels and things like that don't come across on camera anywhere near what they actually are in hand. And I personally last year was really critical at the time about, oh, this looks horrific, those cars look terrible, those greens look like vomit, The you know, all that sort of stuff. Yep. Um, and a lot of people who have been around in the hobby for a while said, well, hold on, just, just wait, pass judgment once you, you see that in hand. And that's certainly the position I now take with all previews, but especially one like this. and. Um, for those that may have been, seen my comment earlier on, on a thread on Facebook, and I mentioned to AJ last, late last night, we were talking about it, I said, well, if with the greens, for example, if those green parallels are the same green as the 2020 Prestige, yep. it shows how far off the visual is in terms of when you see a preview of a card. The colours completely yeah, so, different. So obviously you, you do a lot of production stuff, and obviously yeah. we do a little bit with breaks here. Yeah. Explain why it perhaps wouldn't look as good on camera. Well, it's different because every the, the way the camera that takes it, the angles it's taken on, the lighting, the compression that takes place during upload. There's 
there's so many different factors and and when you have as everyone knows a card in hand is just so much different to to what it looks like on, on screen so with that in mind i loved prestige last year yep i went into it not thinking it was something i was going to go harder and i ended up going very very hard on that release i love the parallels i especially like the brownlow vote getters um from a, a longer term perspective from an investment perspective and thinking about that my collection will go to my kids i see prestige was always something that was really undervalued out of the box first up the fact that you know it was a 5.99 a packet yep yeah 5.99 packet 140 dollars a box product so the same as what it was last year you got a card at least one card number to 60 in every box which is then alternating with with a card effectively that's numbered to 80 or lower because it's going to be it was last year with the brownlow vote getter or a predictor which were numbered lower um which i think what's that alternating with clearance king no there's a brownlow leaders this year so yep. that replaces that so like fundamentally from a number and numbers perspective i always saw prestige as an extremely cheap product and a loaded product so cheap to purchase on the primary market at face value buying packets or boxes but what would come out of those boxes was always really significant cards just purely based on the numbering and then obviously you have the aesthetic side and the subset side and everything like that and you know my collection certainly my master set aspect you know prestige in terms of my overall master set and the folder it sits looks pretty pretty amazing across those pages with parallels and everything and yeah I love yeah. it. I think Prestige is, yeah, it's a really great accessible product, but it's a really collectible product as well. Yeah, and look, obviously, there's no secret to say, and look, there's heaps of comments coming through, and I hope the microphone is better. I have fixed that over. Jenk's voice does tend to have a little bit of an echo sometimes. Um, but look, it's what, no what, secret. What, 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 what. Um, there's no secret that obviously I love prestige. I've um, spoken about that pretty much since day dot on this show. We first connected, yeah, like, in terms of trading cards yeah. over prestige. I turned yeah. up to your house to drop off some cards. No, to pick up some cards. Pick I up some cards. Yeah. yeah. So I love prestige, um, and have been so excited when I found out when the preview had dropped on Friday. You were like, quick, 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 share. Yeah. I had no idea it was coming, like everyone else. We knew, I think everyone had a rough idea that it was coming. Yeah. But it feels like it just sort of came out of nowhere. Yeah. The buzz has been, I, th I think it's been over the last few weeks, people have began to anticipate and expect it. And I think yep. we had talked about, we, you know, we were expecting an early May sort of thing. Yep. Um, and now that's also, you know, the information has started to, to come to light. They've started to put out all those previews and everything. And well, I think the collector club, the select collector club, was probably a good clue that something was coming pretty quickly. Yeah. And we certainly touched on the show and the timing was purely coincidental, but we spoke on the show last week saying, get releases, releases are coming, get your membership. You know, we didn't know Supremacy was coming. Yeah. Obviously there were a few leaked photos, which we'll talk about a little bit later, but straight away, you've got value for your money because you know you're gonna be able to get a box within the next couple of weeks, yeah. which is, you know, you can't ask for any more for the collectors. Yeah, exactly right. Um, so obviously the the parallels and look, everyone's thank you for everyone's comments. We will obviously get to everything very quickly. We just want to run through a couple of things. So to give a little bit of a snapshot of what's going on for the release, um, it's going to be available tomorrow for the Select Collector Club. As of tomorrow, 5 p.m., I believe, it goes open. And you can buy anywhere up to Friday the 30th at 5 p.m. If you do not pick up your allocation that is part for the club in that time, 
you will miss out and it will be put into the public allocation. There's been a few, we've had a few messages today about people not knowing whether they've made it in the club or declined or not like that. My understanding is that you would have received a refund if you were not in, but the easiest way to check in is go to your select um, site, which we've done tonight, and we've noticed once you log in, there's actually a little SCC thing at the top, isn't it? Yeah. And you can so, actually so log see in, yeah. So log into your account as normal, then click on that little three bar menu icon. Yep. And it comes up with SCC and you click on that and it takes you straight in. And well, we just tested it before. And um, yeah, it takes you straight already to the buying page basically, which I assume activates at 5 p.m. Yeah, tomorrow. Yep. And that's uh, that's your portal. So fingers crossed for all of us that it uh, is an easy process. But uh, Well, I yeah. think it will be. And certainly the, the e-commerce side of things with Select have been good. Um, we can't really fault that over the last little while. Um, then after that closes on Friday at 5 p.m., Saturday morning, there is two public releases. Now, the public releases are 11 a.m. Saturday morning and then again 8 p.m. Saturday night. Now, I don't know how I split the stock. I imagine it's probably going to be 50-50. That's absolutely a guess. There is a four-box limit. So the question we've been asked a lot today is if you buy one box through your collector club, does that affect anything you buy in the public? And the answer is no. So if you go and get your collector club box, you can then go into the running or the pool to go and buy up to four, four boxes four okay. from the public yeah, release. So a total of five boxes. So if you're a member of the club, yep. the clarification there is from AJ the extraordinaire here has gone and sort out the information. Well, a lot of this info is actually just, done. The website. <laughs> I've spent obviously the last couple of hours going through all the public stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, select, you know, have been pretty good with giving information out publicly about this. Yeah. Um, you know, look, there's definitely been a few people that have said they haven't been contacted, so they don't know whether they're in the club, but the simplest way is if you've gone and bought it and you haven't received a refund. You my guys can uh, you can probably tell tell from my facial expressions. I'm learning a lot of this for the first time as well because uh, I was actually turned up here only about half an hour ago. I've been going since Auskeep this morning, and uh, a lot of this is news to me to the extent that only about 15 minutes ago I printed out a copy of uh, of the checklist mm. <laughs> in black and white, of course. Yeah, uh, printed out a copy you of did, it, so uh, I knew what I was going to be talking about, or at least had something to reference here. Um, so Lockie um, is asking, do we know how much allocation is going to stores, if any? Our understanding, and again, we haven't been told this yet, is that there will be, I presume, an allocation to selected hobby stores. You will not be able to find this in newsagents or 7-Elevens or anything like that. There is going to be selected hobby stores that I imagine probably got stock for footy stars that you'll be able to get prestige from. Yeah. And then, of course, whatever gets sold on the select website. Is it safe to, or I don't know if it's safe to assume, I'm going to make the assumption maybe it'll be similar to last year where places like Cherry and EJs and stuff yep. did have pre-sale a couple of days yep. out, like that they advertise yep. it. And, you know, everyone had one box limit, Sunshine, Yep. Collectibles did it, I think, as well. Um, the, the sports card world, I think, did it too. So there was a heap of them who did it. So, yep. again, like, it's premature. Technically, what date does this go on? Well, this was the 10th? Yeah, the 10th. The 10th. So yep. the 10th. So we're still a couple of weeks out from the actual yep. release date, albeit the previews have come out. I'm sure all this sort of stuff is going to come come to the surface. Yeah, well, I mean, I've already seen somewhere, I think, on the, the Select Collector Club page that it says... All everyone that's ordered their individual box from their allocation, yeah, um, their collector allocation will be shipped on the seventh. 
So in theory, if you're in Melbourne or probably Sydney or Adelaide or any of the sort of, I guess, you know, we're in Melbourne here and that's where the distribution happens, you're probably going to have it land there on Monday the 10th. Yeah. But obviously Australia Post is, you know, going to be that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, I'll leave that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, look, it's it's probably a fair assumption about those stores that you mentioned, EJ's Cherry, you know, even us, we hope, you know, but we don't know, we yeah. don't know. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a fair assumption that we'll probably get some sort of allocation, but how much? Who knows? <laughs> yeah, Palmsy, I appreciate that, mate. Of uh, yeah, I was on Kick yesterday as I was, well. I was, the joys I, of young I was very very proud of uh, of Dylan today. Very very proud of Dylan today. Unfortunately, his team lost by one point. It was 13 to 12, and I told AJ and also Aaron Capitan just dropped into the studio, so he's floating around in the background here. I told the boys that Dylan's team kicked a grand total of two goals, and Dylan kicked a grand total of two goals. So it's fair to say he represented pretty well. Yeah. Better than the Saints did tonight. Uh, ben Griff, I'm not sure the exact box total box run, but during I did some basic math today, and if there's 18 marquees at one per case... And there's 40 of each one. That's 720 cases, I believe. Which is what? 720 by 12. So, I mean, I think from that 9,000 box. Yeah, off the top, maybe 8,000 box, something like that. I think off the top of my head, that's basically what the run was last time as well. Um, I don't have those numbers. 8,640, that would work out to be. Yeah. So I, I believe it was somewhere around 700 cases last time. But I am not sure. So that means, so if it's eight thousand six hundred and forty boxes, obviously the collectors club makes up about fifteen percent of the the whole stock holding. Uh, Just to the, straight to the collectors club, the thousand boxes to collect. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not sure if there's a full thousand people or well, close to whatever, close what, to, what, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. whatever it is. Uh, Asha, yeah, as we said, we we hope to be providing some, but again, we're not sure on any allocations at the moment. We're hoping we're going to get an allocation like all the other retail stores, but. We'll certainly know more and let you guys know later in the week. Glenn, the situation regarding breakers and box four, box limit. Well, I guess breakers are just going to have to try to buy stock on the open market or the secondary market. Like Adam and I, we, you know, we, we, we've we had the conversation about it. And, and Glennie, obviously, you, you would know a fair bit about this as well. Whether it's you or us or any of the other people involved in breaks, we're all obviously going to be getting whatever our limits are. You know, I'm going to go for four boxes. AJ's going for four boxes. Matty Tar's going for four boxes. Yep. I'm sure you're going for four boxes. We're, we're, everyone we're, will be. Yeah. Everyone will be. And, and uh, you know, we're, we're essentially breakers are going to have to continue to buy the product off the secondary market, just like happened with Prestige last year. Yep. I know, like, you know, we, we weren't breaking at that time, but I, I'm certainly aware that everyone else in the breaking space, the majority of their stock that they were able to, to run through breaks came off the secondary market. Like, Absolutely. And we'll be buying it off the secondary market as well. Yeah. So if, um, you know, you've got boxes you want to sell, reach out to Jenks. I think that's probably, again, that comes back to the fact that the product is so cheap to start with versus the value of the cards that are coming out of it. So as a result, it, it means there's an increase in sealed, sealed price. Like, yeah. Okay. Um, Palmsy, um, no, they won't be selling cases. I mean, again, some people will be getting allocations at a hobby level, um, but I don't know about case cards. That's a great question. I'm trying also. to think if there was case cards last year. I reckon there was. I reckon it was the Toby, no, not Toby Green. Um, there was definitely Heath Shaw. Was, was the Heath Shaw case card out of this or out of Prestige? I think it was, it was out of Prestige. Okay. And then Dominance was like Selwood, Buddy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, not sure about case cards. That's a really good question. 
Um, do I think the the collectors club will be successful and popular in years to come? I mean, they seem to have a mantra and all the wording on all the stuff that I've been reading tonight on the website is that they want to try to get the boxes and the stock in the hands of collectors. I mean, as much as people didn't like the idea of it, um, realistically, there's going to be 800 or 1,000 people that are going to be guaranteed a box for every release if they choose to take it. So I don't see how that isn't going to be popular. Yeah. I mean, breakers and stuff probably won't like it, but... I mean, they're well, I think it's good for everyone, even for breakers. It's, gar it's yeah. guaranteed stock. And, uh, you know, you, you said it a little bit probably 10 minutes ago, Jacob, in a comment as well, that the, the ability to acquire a box is, is in that you're guaranteed for the, if you pay $99 and we know there's three to four releases a year now. So once you break that down across those releases, Great deal. It's 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 great value. It's yeah. you know it's it's a great it's a great thing to guarantee it. And I said it last week, and I'll stand by it. With a release like a supremacy or a brilliance, yeah. if I could have a hundred memberships and get a hundred boxes and pay an extra ninety nine dollars of a each, let's just for the peace of mind. Can I just stress? Yeah. You don't have a no. I don't. I don't. Just, just uh, before no, the messages yeah, come in, yeah, how many yeah. memberships have you got? I have one membership. And how many more have you got? Another family members now? Zero. Thank you. Yeah, I have. I didn't want to run the gauntlet this time. Yeah, it's different. Getting a box cancelled on me or something like that yeah. is different than getting yeah. a whole membership cancelled on me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so look, oh, this is a good question here from Sherry. Question is, will there be a Sting SEC members twice for postage? Um, I don't know this for sure, but again, after reading not only the SEC um, product page, but also the public product page, you're not allowed to actually order any other products with your order of stock. So if you're making an order tomorrow morning for the SEC and then making another order on Saturday for the public release, that's considered as two different two things. things okay. My best guess is that you're probably going to pay two lots of postage. It's a great question, though, Sherry. Um, it's, a, it's a good question, but I, that would be my guess. I can't... I imagine it would get super messy if someone ordered one box, then they have to go and work out how many other boxes they ordered. It's just going to delay things. That's just my guess, but, uh, yeah. Uh, no, Dale, we love your profile picture. Don't ever change. Love that profile. Yeah, picture. that's a ripper. Um, Dale should know. Dale, is Cherry, uh, Cherry going to be selling boxes of prestige like last year? Do you expect that to happen? Yeah, yeah. Let us know, Dale. For those that don't know, Dale Edmonds of uh, Cherry Collectibles. Yep. And Dale, I don't know if you guys, you know, no doubt you guys will do some pre-sales or some breaks or whatever on your new footy break channel, which has been, you know, Cherry Footy, which has been going great. Um, but we're all a little bit in the in the dark. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, yeah, Sherry, look. I know it, it feels um it feels a little bit rough, but it's logistical. Everyone's got to remember, Select is not like Kogan, where they have five hundred people doing dispatch. There's probably three blokes out there in a warehouse, you know. So, oh yes, Dale will be doing pre-sales and breaks. Um, oh, it's going to go up this week once allocation is beautiful. So, guys, make sure you go and check out um, Cherry. Um, they'll be able to hook you up. There you go. You've heard it here first, guys. Cherry Collectibles are confirming they will have boxes for sale. I am expecting probably Dale it'll be like last year, one box per customer yep. limit type of thing. And, uh, of course, guys, make sure you check out their new AFL breaks as yep. well. Cherry Cherry Footy. Cherry Footy, yep. run by the man, Dale himself, Yeah, if you want out to of his if you want 37 to put a, bedroom mansion. That's true. Dale, if you want to put a link up to Cherry Footy, feel free to do that. We'll pop that on the screen as well. Um, 
can we only use $10 worth of stars per pre-order? I think stars, someone asked this question the other day and then someone else gave an answer that stars are not limited to their usage. On your point of checkout, you can assign as many yeah. sets of your stars rewards but, as, but as a, you want. Yeah, yeah, but a little thing with stars, all right? So say if you've got something that is $92 and then your shipping is $6, you can't use it for shipping. That's only for product. So if something is $92 plus $6, only go and redeem $90 worth of stars and pay $2 plus $6. Plus $6. Okay, if you go and try to do $100... So do stars have a stars in $10 increments? $10 increments. So you can't do less, so you lose, you effectively yeah. lose the stars. And then you okay. still have to pay your shipping. Makes sense. So that's yeah. bullshit. Make sure you check out that. And if you've got stars, you should use them. Yeah, absolutely should use them. Um, Glenn, I select looking for warehousing managers, asking for a friend. Um, <laughs> I reckon definitely send an email to info at select.com today. Yeah, I'm go. sure they'll hey, be. Glenny, if you, if you get the job, just remember, this is this is where the referral came from, right? Yeah, yeah Glenny. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Remember so, us, Glenny. Remember us. Go dogs. Um, let me see. Let me see. Does Cardzone still have any presence? Uh, Benny, not sure. I mean, again, Cardzone's probably waiting to find out what their uh, allocation is as well. Um, yeah, that's it, Squid. Make sure you use your stars. I mean, it's effectively like right back for anyone who you know, knows about poker. Use um, it. Just addressing what Daniel Ramage has said there. Yeah. So from memory, marquees are an extra hit as opposed to a replacement hit. Yes. So it's not like, so you're not going to get a green with a marquee, but then no predictor or no vote leader or whatever Brownlow leader. Well, well, it, 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 it's an extra hit. As far as I know, looking at the checklist, and I, and I only spent 10 or 15 minutes on it tonight, the, the hits are built on a case basis. Yeah. So there's going to be a certain amount of blues, even though they say one and X amount of packets. Yeah. If you multiply them out, yeah. it's all based on case oh, logic. Oh, so, so there's going to be X blocks, amount of blues per case, X amount of greens per case, X amount of brown low, whatever they're called now. Yeah. And then, of course, the market. Market, which is a one in two case. Um, Daniel, one no, one in one. One in one. one, one, one per yeah. case so, Dan, I, I will have a look at this in a bit more detail probably tomorrow when I've got some time. But I believe, yeah, it's just, it's pretty much what I just said it is. I believe. I believe. Um, Asha, can you camp out in front of RGV? Well, I mean, Capitan's already there, so. Uh, Capitan's already gone beyond the tent and he's actually put a trailer out in the front. Yeah. So we expect you to come in with a portable on the back of a big. Are we opening another location? Well, I mean. Hopefully you'll be the representative of the first Sydney RGV collector we'll store, we'll Benny Griff. Um, do you know all right, so look, um, look, we'll come back. So let's let's cover a little bit more about actually the release. So obviously there was the first three previews. The first preview where they pretty much just talked about the commons and the game breakers. Yep. Um, I mean, as much as I love Prestige, I feel like they missed the mark with the game breakers. Um, there seemed to be a golden opportunity to probably number them, but you did say to me that that just might not have been logistic or po possible. Yeah, so a couple of things. It'd be funny if we went back and watched our first break of Footy Stars. I think the first packet we opened, we pulled a game break around. I think we both probably said live, live yep. on air. Yep. We were like, this is a sick card, and we especially look forward to seeing a numbered version in Prestige. So we probably built it up a bit for ourselves, if yep. not other people as well. I'm extremely disappointed to not see that as a numbered card. Mm -hmm. um, 
And we both thought that way. Yeah, and, and look, the reality is it's it's not a short print card, so it would probably be numbered up in the 800 region or something like that, I imagine, like in the yeah. very high hundreds, if not even into well, I think over 1,000 well, or something. Well, it's one in three boxes. So, so I suppose it begs the question of preference for someone. Would you rather have a card being, you know, numbered out of 800 or 900 or 1,000 or not numbered at all? For me, I'd much rather numbered card. I'd rather the allure of the chase of low numbers or particular numbers or jersey numbers. But it also, for some reason, like I, I know my personal preference of collecting numbered cards, I yep. will bulk collect them. Non-numbered cards. Oh, will you? Yeah, I'm not numbered cards I won't. So it's probably good for me that that's not a numbered Jack Steele one there. Otherwise, I'd need, need to do three or four pages in a folder. Well, I guess the thing that I pose to you, does it start to get a slippery slope if you're having cards numbered to 800? Then suddenly you've got in future releases. It used to be that way. Yeah, but it, well, I, I, I would argue that things weren't running well then. Well, well, okay, that's fair play. But let's talk about the Dusty DPS as a good example. What's that number two? 400, 450. It's not 800 though. Still, high up in those numbers, there are some cards. Some of those old school signatures, like big six, were mm -hmm. numbered to 600 and 800 and stuff like that. Oh, I. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm a huge fan of the numbered cards because for me, that's what gives it its finite aspect. That there's a limitation on it. That you can't just create. No one can go and create more. They could create. They could create fraudulent versions or whatever. Yeah, that's, it is. That's, 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 like, like someone could go and do that. But, but, but hang on. Are only, they damned? That one's. It's. It, it's only one. That particular one exists of that number. Are they damned if they do and damned if of they course. don't? If they of come out and number are. those and number them to eight hundred. Yeah, someone whacks them for that. Everyone's that's, like, that's oh, it's silly. Why is it always eight hundred? Of course. And that's and seven hundred sixty-eight. is what they've been said to us. Yeah. So that is that what the game breakers have been numbered to? Yeah, okay. they were. So game breakers have been numbered to 768. My personal preference is I would love to see it as a numbered card. I understand the concept that it's probably in the longer term, it's not the best idea to just number every card for the sake of numbering cards. But for me personally, I out of all the cards in the series, I would have loved for that to have been a numbered card. And there's definitely, look, I won't even put all the comments up, but there's definitely a huge... A huge, um, yeah, that's, that's you know, general that. sentiment that everyone's sort of saying that. But I guess, look, you know, that's probably some good feedback for some things in the future. They will um, certainly look at that in the future. Um, so moving on to the second lot of previews, which obviously, uh, actually, let me just touch on one thing though. Um, and I saw this this a little bit today. Asha says it just feels that this series didn't have much creativity put into it. People are creating exciting new cards. But it all seems too familiar, in my opinion. I mean, that's a good point, Asher. But we've noticed through multiple pages and multiple surveys over the last six months, everyone says their favourite series last year was Prestige. So, Footy Stars Prestige is not a standalone product. Hiccup, sorry. It's based off Footy Stars. Yeah. So all they can really do is replicate that successful model from footy stuff to footy stuff. This is a great opportunity to instill that exact message to everyone because there's a lot of people who weren't here for when that release actually came out last year. Yep. That is a parallel hobby set. Yep. It's based on a US style format where there's like either a parallel hobby release of a retail product or a first off the line type of product. Yep. 
it's a parallel variation set, which is the only reason it can be at the price point that it actually is. It is not, it's not there to be a true series two product. It's a 1.5. It's a 1.5. Yeah. That's why it doesn't have signatures in it. It's yeah. not there to be a super premium product. Yeah. It just so happens that the short print run on so many of the subsets, the greens being the best example, yeah. give it really substantial perceived value straight out of the box. Absolutely. And that's why it's such a hot product as well. So Richo, I did see your comment earlier and yes, like as much as it then affects me because I'm the person that's competing against every one of you on, on that Saturday or whatever the release day is to get the boxes or whatever. Yep, Saturday, yeah, first Saturday, the first Saturday, Saturday, the first mate. I'm four boxes. Like if you have the means to buy the product, this is a winner. It's $140 a box. It's very low risk. But again, you're guaranteed at least one card numbered to 60 in every single box. Oh, yeah. And and you're looking, it's based based off the base cards who are effectively the top players of every team. And and Dale absolutely nailed it. I think that's right. It's not that exciting. But like last year, you've got to think of it as footy stars 1.5, not a new set. Yeah. And again, I use this term that I'm going to use a lot tonight. You're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. If they released the Capitan series, people will be like, oh, well, isn't there prestige? Where are the greens? Well, where's the Brownlow Focus? Like, you just... They, you can't please everyone. You can't please everyone. You can't please everyone. But what, what you do need to do is you look at the trends of what's going on and you look at the, the, the various sentiments yep. and which is the broadest sentiment and you try and appease the many. Do you know what I mean? You're always going to upset the few, but what you don't want to do is upset the many. And Jace, Prestige 2021, a ripper, simple. It backs up the success of last year. No need to recreate what worked. No need to recreate what worked. Correct. And I'm just guessing, I can't imagine they'll do it again. Select like to do things in pairs. I, I doubt they will probably do Prestige next year. Surely they would still do some other parallel set, maybe under a different name or yeah, something Yeah, they'll probably like do that. something else yeah. different 1.5. Or maybe they go the first of the line type product next year and do a pre-hobby box. Maybe. Maybe that's, you know, that's where, where the collector's club may benefit out of something. Yeah, you should, you should, who knows? You should run a card company. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, let me, let me, uh, on that point. Yeah. I'd, let me just quickly dispel. There seems to be a lot look of at the camera. Look at look right at the camera. And tell everyone. There okay? seems error, error, error. There see. I can't believe really I even have to say this, yeah. but there seems to be a lot of rumors and innuendo around at the moment that I own select, run select, M select, uh, work at select. All these things to do with select. I'd like to formally assure everyone in the card community, the world. <laughs> in the world. I don't own Select. I have nothing to do with Select. I'm not affiliated with Select. In fact, I rarely have any correspondence with Select because from Card Authority's perspective, AJ is the one that actually deals with Select on, on, on the, on, you know. On, and I don't on, own on, Select. On, on the hot topics. And I can assure you, unless he's been hiding a very big secret from me, he doesn't own Select either. So, no, I would finally like to put it to bed as much as it's been fun to joke around about. I don't, uh, I have no involvement in Select. Let's move on. Yeah. Dale, do you think a first-of-the-line style 10 cards per box, just the hits, will ever work? I mean, that's kind of the similar formula as what supremacy and yeah. things like that are. But you're absolutely spot on. Imagine if they brought out a, a product like that after footy stars each year leading into Series 2. Yeah. I mean, Dale, maybe you own Select. That's a brilliant yeah. idea. So, so here's the thing, Dale, and just like it, it probably leads to a bit of a bigger conversation, which we've discussed in the past as well about 
well, when does something become... Griffo, you did play for Richmond. Yeah, when does something become not desirable because it's perceived to be unattainable? So I think with AFL cards, again, because it's team collected and set collected as opposed to individual player collected, the numbering and not going too low on numbering becomes the, the more critical factor. Yep. I think they could effectively release first off the lines, last off the lines, in the middle of the line, whatever type it's, of... Re- it's confirmed. Yeah. There you go. Whatever, whatever type of, of product it is, as long as that numbering isn't dropping below 25 or 30 on the rarest cards, it will there'd be interest in it yep. because team collectors and master set collectors want to get everything. Yeah, Definitely. And Lachlan... Message Dale at select.com.au. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be able to give you a job. But you're absolutely spot on. As we talked about many times in the AFL industry or the AFL card space, it doesn't work like NBA where you have number 10 or number 15 or number 25. There are too many team set collectors. Yeah. So it has to be sort of the 25 is probably the lowest, which they do for supremacy, and that's, yeah. that's about it. Yeah. Um, but a great idea. Great idea. All right. So anyway, let's get back to the parallels. So obviously I love the parallels and I love the greens. Everyone knows my constant, you know, battle of trying to get dusty green. But the blues, when I saw the blues on that preview yesterday, I called you and I said, shit, that is awesome. Yeah. And to know that they're actually numbered in the middle between the orange slash questionably red and the greens, I mean, I can't wait to have Dusty Blues. So what are they numbered to again, remind me? Uh, about the 100 sort of mark? Yeah, so I've got it here. So the Blues are numbered to 125. 125. 125. The Greens are 60, the same as they were. And the Orange slash Red have moved from 175 to 210. I believe they were 170 or 175 last year. So that actually, I guess, opens up the space for the Blues. Yeah. But I mean, there's... One in every 10 packs. So effectively, there's 2.2 blues in every box. Okay, so on, on just the parallels for a second. So yep. orange parallel. Yeah, the video looked reasonably red to yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, and again, the color saturation and everything on the video was way off, and I could tell by the greens. That's yep. how I could really tell. Yep. What, what are we thinking? Is that orange being descriptive as orange, or is it the same color card? Well, I don't know. It's 20, like, are we thinking it's the same? No, I think it's different. Or do you reckon it's, it's actually a totally different colour card? Well, my guess is because they've changed the numbering, they've had uh, to change so the colour. And I also said that they've got like a sketch of the logo, an outline of the logo. Yeah, how good is that? And, which is super cool. and that yeah. only showed up a little bit through the um, through the video. Yeah. But I pointed that out to you when I had a look at the checklist yeah. today. I go, it's actually got the team logo behind yeah. it, which is sick. Which is really which cool. Which is really, really good. There's been uh, some mixed opinions about the uh, the type font and, and stuff down the bottom of the card, but obviously that's working off Siri, uh, off Footy Stars. Footy Stars, that's, that's right. It's exactly the same. Yeah. And as I think um, Jade perhaps put a thread up today saying that she liked the font of the other ones. Well, that was exactly the same as well. It was Footy Stars and then it moved to and Footy Stars. Do you know what? Prestige. In fairness, I think probably you and I were both pretty critical about the Footy Stars commons, except for the women's this time around compared to last Absolutely. year as well. So yeah, we, and I think, I think yeah. generally everyone probably agreed that yeah. the base cut, the common cards in Footy Stars are not as good looking as last year's ones. Yeah. And so we're probably seeing that the carryover now into the into Prestige with probably, uh, I think the general consensus is, well, we don't like that type font as much as we did last yep. year. So yep. probably is what it is. We just get used to it pretty quickly. That's good from you, Wade. Yes, we're all colour blind. <laughs> they are variants of grey. There you go. 
And I'd say uh, Minxie out the back there, he, uh, he's as colorblind. Yeah, he is, he is, they're, all, uh, they're all gray as well. Um, so, look, I'm really excited about the greens. Obviously, I've got a close, you know, affinity to the dusty green. The blues I'm super excited for and the red, blood orange, orange, whatever you want to call it, I think will be great too. Um, I think everyone just take a deep breath. Once you hold them in your hand, you're going to go... These look sick. That's how it was that, last that's time. how I look to, to me last one like prestige in terms of like opening packets up. Yep. That was one of the that was probably the highlight for me of last year. Yep. Um and it was just such a fun release as well because every because so many numbered yeah. so that's exactly <laughs> that's right. right so many numbered cards. It was sick. Like I, I was I was recollecting to the guys yesterday that the first case I opened, so Dylan and I opened, I think we did two or three cases for ourselves. And then I also did two cases with a private group of people on a live stream, which was really cool. Yep. And um, the first case we opened, it was like 24 or 26 low numbered cards under, yep. under 10 in number. And that is just, when you're looking at that in front of you, it's just, it's an incredible thing because in a normal case, you're lucky to get one low numbered card. But because yep. there's so many numbered cards in the series, Yep. There's, there's a lot of lows to get. And uh, exactly what uh, was a demo? Was yeah, demo, demo yep. Mate, I still haven't completed my set from uh, 2020. Zero now. Right. I'm missing a couple of O1s and jumper numbers. If anyone's got any Saints, Lows, Jumpers, Zero O1s, yeah. you know where to find me. All right, right, so we move on then to today's preview. Um, and I think probably the first card that um, everyone noticed, which was the big change from last year's one, was the Clearance Kings. Now, that is a clear replacement for what the engine room was last year. There yeah. was one per box. I mean, these look sick. Um, I, I noticed there's a bit of a logo in the background of them. I noticed someone did say to me today, it looks a little bit like the, um, is it Culture Kings logo? Oh, yeah, it does too. It does have a little bit. Culture Kings logo. Yeah, but yeah it's got all the stuff around it. I guess the good thing is it's tackling all the sort of midfield players and the stars again, which is great. And there's going to be more numbered cards. I mean, they're numbered to 120. There's one per box. That's, again, just another number. Is, is it fair to say that Prestige 2020, the big missed card for most people, was the engine room? Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, rectified. Yep, I agree. A huge improvement. So, so you know, again, I look at that and just go, feedback was very strong online at the time. Yep. Companies taken it on board. Yep. Actioned accordingly but come out with something that looks super nice because on that preview, that was one of the real standouts for me as well. I think it was... Yeah, and Ram just saying he loves the clearance kings. Yeah. And we'll move on now to the Brownlow leaders. I personally think, and James and I have talked about this many times publicly and privately, the Brownlow vote getters last year were a ridiculously undervalued card. And still are undervalued. And, still and you'll see in another probably 12 to 24 months, people will see how undervalued those cards yeah, actually num were. Num numbered to 80. Yeah. You know, even this year for the Brownlow leaders, which I think it took me, I looked at it a couple of times to different pictures. I love the way the card looks. I think it looks really good. It reminds me a little bit of the the era of... Um, it looks a bit old school, yeah? Yeah, that what it was it Trent Cochin and Harry Taylor draft pick six? So whatever year that is, it's a very similar kind of thread to that. I think they look great. And the fact that these are one every two boxes, numbered to 80... I mean, how are these not on par to things like high flyers and, you know, number to 80, absolute stars of the team. Spot on. I think they are, you know, the Brownlow vote getters from last year, ridiculously undervalued. Um, 
And the BBGs, yeah, you're right. Were a beautiful card. And the the Nat Fife one of him winning, the blue one, yeah. was an amazing yeah, card. So I'm not sure whether or not they're going to do a special one for the Lockie Neal Brello card. I mean, I hope they do. Um, I thought they were uh, – I think they're going to be a ripper. And, again, I can't wait to sort of hold them. I did have a little laugh. Yeah, someone did say, is it Jed Anderson? One of the – one of the maybe it was on the preview or maybe I've seen a picture somewhere and it said Brownlow votes three. And I'm like, wow. wow, they're really dredging the bottom of the barrel. Oh, wow. it, it might have been Jed Anderson. And I'm like, well, mate, you don't even really deserve a car. But Steve reckons they look cheap. And Steve, I'm uh, going to say off the preview, I'm not sold on this design yet. I've seen the preview. I need the card in hand. Um, in saying that, I love the Brownlow vote getter. I've made that a pretty public thing over the uh, last Cameron, 12 months. Cameron, I have bought them all. And I have <laughs> a lot of them. And a lot of the good dusty ones. The brown and brown Yeah, no, I've got a lot of. I've got ones. I've got a pile of them. So don't worry about that, Cameron. If I see value, I back my opinion. And uh, same. Yeah. Um, so moving on to the brown low predictor, I guess there's not really a lot to talk about with that. Mers's comments. That's a good cool oh, one. Yeah. In oh yeah, Mers. Well, that's a good call. But I suspect. I suspect. It was already images pre-approved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I was going to, I'll, I'll touch on, I'll come back to that a little bit, Merz, um, about timings of releases. Um, but that's, that's a really good call and perhaps something they could do in future. But saying that, again, I don't have a lot to do with NBA, but I've seen a couple of those NBA cards where you see photos of them in suits, like dressed to success and stuff like <laughs> that, and they're kind of douchey. So I don't know whether it would be a little bit douchey, but... Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, a WAG set would probably be good at it. <laughs> I imagine there might be a few licensing issues with that. Uh, but anyway, move on to the Brownlow predictors. Um, look, obviously, they're exactly the same sort of format of the golds. Um, you've got one star player and then the wild card, which covers the other, you know, the rest of the team. Number to 60, one in every th four boxes. So there must be three of them per case. 96 packs. 96 packs, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, there's uh, three per case. Well, the, and these are going to be interesting. The valuation on these cards for some of the front runners at the moment are going to be interesting because, as yeah. is, the gold Brownlow predictors are commanding serious money for some of them at the moment. It's, like, it, way, it's way, more, way more than what yeah. it's been in the past. Yeah. Um, again, this is a different climate. There's yeah. a lot more people involved in cards now. There's a lot more people collecting. There's a lot more people buying. Yeah. Um, so it is a different climate. Prestige came out last year. It was already, um, you know, the, the marketplace had already doubled from the year before. Yep. And that's effectively happened again and a bit more too. So some of these Platinums, I don't know what's going to happen here. They could open up at, at, at some pretty astronomical prices here. It's going to be really interesting. But what, one thing I've noticed is even with Lockie Neal last year, all right, that was fetching $1,000, $900 yeah. towards the end of the year. Yeah. As soon as he won... You could pick them up for once they start getting redeemed, six hundred, seven hundred, something like that. Yeah. If a Dusty or a Bont or a yeah from Desirable Team from Desirable Team wins, you know they're easily fifteen hundred dollar cards. I think you know for the other teams, and I mean Petrarca is probably a good example. Asha, you're saying will command big dollars. I don't know if it will. Like they're obviously a segment of Melbourne collectors. But I'm not sure a Petrarca Brownlow is going to be 
fifteen hundred or two thousand dollars. I agree. And neither will the Jack Steel. For the record, the Jack Steel will not be any more than a couple of hundred bucks. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the winning Jack Steel will only uh, be a couple don't of hundred dollars. That's not going to win. Redeemed maybe two hundred and ten dollars. Yeah, and, the, and, the, and Ramage, you're right. The gold will probably will plummet. Like I had someone try to offer me a dusty gold today for five hundred dollars, and I'm like, you're kidding me. He hasn't won. He's now injured for two weeks. But you know what? But what's crazy is you look at comps, and the comps are all there at that at that price level. I had a look today, and I was like, "Is this real? Like a dusty gold Brownlee predictor selling on eBay for five hundred twenty-five, five hundred seventy-five dollars? It's like, not worth it." And, and that's the thing. Like, I don't know if there's a, a lot of shills going on, or what what's going on out there. But it's but look, the, the dusty pandemonium in trading cards is is is. Uh, Oh, you can have a whole episode just about Dusty at this point in time. And his Dale, cards Dale, and you're, you're being cards. way too logical and sensible for this podcast. The people saying the cards look cheap, you've got to remember it's a sub $6 product. It's not a premium high release. Yeah. release. The value they deliver for the cost is amazing. Dale, and the, settle down. That is that is way too logical for a Sunday night at 10 o'clock. Here's a thing, here's a, here's a thing Dale. And, and Dale, from, from you as well, coming from a background where you're breaking and you're involved in so much international product, you know, cross-genre product, you, someone like you is actually looking at the AFL product now and going, wow, look at the quality of cards that they're delivering at the price points they're delivering yep. because comparable international product is costing a huge amount more. Yep. And that's just something we probably all take for granted a little bit as well, like, the quality control of AFL cards is significant, yep. really, really significant at the moment. I read a whole thread yesterday on, M on, I think it was NBA Card Market yesterday or something like that, where there was a huge thread about people saying like, how is Panini not investing money in the printers at the moment to oil the drums, sharpen the edges of the cutting tools on the machines to get it right with their cards? Because there is so many issues with international cards that we don't see on the domestic product. So, um, yeah, good point there, Dale. It was a yep. great troll, but I thought I'd make something, uh, a point out of it, to be honest. Um, and, yes, Asher Scott Maman, yeah, happy, or well, not not happy Anzac Day. I hope you had a great Anzac Day as well. And, yeah, commiserations yeah. to us. Uh, yeah, well. happy Anzac Day, uh, Mr. McMahon, and thank you for your service to thank the country. You for your and uh, And for anyone else as well in our community. And Which we do have Paul a few. Richardson's online with us at the yep. moment as well. So thank you for your service, Paul. Thank you, Ash. And, again, anyone else who uh, past, present, yep. or maybe soon to be in the future. So moving on to Marquise. Now, I guess this is going to be another little bit of a damned if you do, damned if you don't. Um, there's been a lot of, I've had a, quite a few messages today, mainly from, you know, the hordes of Dusty people saying, why they keep doing Dusty cards? And I'm sure, well, you wouldn't care because you love Jack Steele cards. Bring it up. But there was certainly a, a bit of a similar trend that a lot of the people they picked for the marquees were the same ones they used for Brilliance last year. Or the Showstoppers. I saw people referencing yeah. against Showstoppers. So yeah. I guess something to keep in mind, all right, if you... We've talked about this at Ant, all right, that it takes like seven or eight months to build a set. So this set would have been put in place somewhere around June or July last year, somewhere in that time. And my guess is Brilliance was kind of done after it because it's not the same sort of production release. And they would have picked the players that were hot or popular or whatever and run them through. Yes, it's probably a little bit unlucky that a few of them have doubled up. Mm -hmm. 
But I think a couple of things to think about is if they'd gone and put Tom Lynch as the marquee for Richmond, I mean, I don't have the same drive and desire or Jack Rewald or, or pretty much anyone bar Dusty. Yeah. I probably don't have the same desire to go and buy that card. What, what, what if the Lynch card had the opposition player's blood from when that thug hit someone every single game? Well, I mean, that's priceless. Like it just rubs but, him um, off the knee he puts in there. But, you know, example, like Ben Grich said, the Heaney marquee is brewing. Yeah. Well, absolutely. You know what I mean? You know, they didn't use Buddy. And that's the thing. They're damned if they do, damned if they don't. If they go and put Trent Cochin as the marquee, people yeah. are like, I want Dusty. Why isn't it Dusty? Yeah. If they go and put Seb Ross there, you're like, well, why isn't it Jack Steele? It was so, more like, I'm out. Like, <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, they can't make everyone happy. They want these cards to be desirable by the mass. That's right. And yes, you know, do I love paying $500,000 for every Dusty card? No. But I prefer to have a card to chase that I want rather Something than else. getting a, and that, and that, a Jason Castagna yeah. marquee that is going to be like the Sydney Stack showstopper that no one cares about. Yeah, so I, I can't speak for other teams, but from my perspective, a marquee card for this, for you know, for number to 40 this series, if it wasn't Jack Steele or, or Max King, it was a mistake. Yep. Like, and I, I imagine most clubs would be the same. It would be narrowed down to one, two or three players that people would want to actually collect. Who's the doggies one? That's uh, McRae. McRae. Yeah. So Capitan's whispered McRae in the background. Yeah. Yeah. What What do you think about that? You can speak. You can speak. What do you yeah. What do you think? I Are you happy good. with McRae? Well, or do you think it should be between a Bailey Smith and Norton or a Bond? I think with the whole Dunkley situation, it would have been nice to see. Dunkley. But they can't forecast that's, nine months. Yeah, ago. that's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, but I think McRae's a good choice. Yeah. Uh, if they did Bond and Pally again, I think it would have been a bit of a yeah. And, and, they've already, and they've already got Bond on the Brownlow predictor that's on his right, own, so there's right, a card for him that. to tick that yeah. box. Um, and that's it. You've got to try to keep everyone happy. That's right. The other thing to keep in mind, all right? It's a 1.5 release. It's early days still. That's right. Yeah, and, and I don't know, even though Jenks may or may not own Select, but I'm guessing there is going to be some other players featured on other subsets in future releases. Once we get to Series 2... Once we get to Supremacy, which we'll talk about in a little bit, um, there are so many different subsets to be able to cover so many other players that I'm sure they're probably trying to cover and protect. So I know at a glance everyone is maybe a little bit frustrated that, you know, I know I saw Dylan Shield popped up a couple of times today that they weren't happy that it was Dylan Shield for resident. Well, I mean, tell me who else you would so, prefer. And not just who else you would prefer. If you were doing the selection of card choices and you were doing that middle selection, last year. yeah, in the middle of last year, who are you choosing? Yep. Who are you choosing? Well, they, that, they, that, they, put the Rid, they put Ridley on the marquee already. Yeah. Danaher, Ratio. Well, Danaher, um, Ratio all left. On, so yep. that's why they can't, just can't do that. So right. what are they going to put on? Heppel, who's been injured basically all year and basically Essendon don't like it. Hooker. Um, Hooker, that's right. So once you start actually cutting away some of those people, it makes yep. it really hard. And Ramage has made a good point here about Rao. So I think Rao will be used later on in the year. But, you know, at the end of the day, in the middle of last year, he played three games, been injured, and isn't there. So the same with, like, you know, Squid was talking earlier about, you know, Port Adelaide, you know, and Matty Anderson messaged me today saying, you know, about Boke. Well, okay, who would you put on? Yeah. 
Ollie, well, they can't have Paddy Ryder, obviously. So. Well, no, but Ollie, Ollie, <laughs> Ollie Wines was the um, – what was Ollie Wines? Well, Ollie Wines was a showstopper. No, nah, it wasn't. Influential? No, Rockliffe was in. Yeah. Oh, it was Robbie Gray who was in the show. Yeah, sure. But the, the thing is, though, like Ollie Wines was out of form last year. He was injured. Yeah. You know, you know what going to do, Rockliffe, Hamish Harlot. Well, I mean, that's the thing. If they go and put Hamish Harlot, people are like, well, why isn't it Boke? Why is it? I just think you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Yeah. Um, it's so hard to, to you know, keep keep people Perhaps happy. It was Wines, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Yeah, good call, Squid. And, look, you know, people are saying, like, um, uh, where was it? Uh, it could have been Dixon or it could have been Houston. Well, I mean, Houston, yeah, played all right last year. I mean, Dixon, I think Dixon's on some other cards, isn't he? Well, I mean, who knows? Dixon might be featured later in the year. But everyone, take a breath. I think if we see that, you know, there continues to be a trend of the same players, well, let's cross that bridge then. But just remember, Series 2 is the first release that we kind of get to have a look at that was actually produced this year. Yeah, that's all, right. All in, the previous in, in releases. Really stages of the year. That's yeah, it, that's where, right. where yeah. there was actually some gameplay. Yeah. Whereas all the other releases, I'm guessing, were done June, July last yeah. year. Yeah. So it was um, huge. The other thing is there was huge limitations last year, and we, we highlighted... We, well, that's right. We yeah. highlighted this late last year in an episode that AFL Media, due to the COVID situation, they weren't sending along as many photographers to each game and as a result, the capture wasn't there. And the key to all this stuff, whether it's merchandise or trading cards, it all falls under an AFL license. So all images they use have to be supplied by AFL media. Yep. And there may be a situation where there's literally one, two, or zero images of certain players. So yep. they can't actually get them into the series during, because of the, the yep. production timelines. So again... Spot, spot yeah. on, Lachlan. You're a young man with some wise words. It's a lose-lose situation. You know, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Um, so anyway, look, I, I think that for me, you know, is there ever too many dusty cards? No. Um, for a lot of other people, no. I mean, yeah. is there ever too many Jack Steel cards no, for you? No. Like, uh, not, not at this point anyway. I, I love it. I love the fact that there's... Fair point, yeah. James. What about me, Squid? I'm the one doing the talking here. This is my barbecue. Squiddy, you don't worry about him, mate. <sighs> Sucking up to the owner of Select. Um, <laughs> if the big players means the cards sell for more, it creates more demand, which means select need to make more products. When there is big demand, we all win in the end. Again, Dale, you are you Dale, are you are speaking like someone who knows something about cards. Yeah, Dale, you are you are you are just so right tonight. It's uh, it's sickening. Who, who are you? Yeah, who are you? Yeah, well done, Dale. Spot on. Um, all right. So look, obviously, as we said, and we touched on very briefly. The Select Collector Club is open tomorrow from 5 p.m. for people to get their boxes that they're allocated. You can do that all the way to 5 o'clock on Friday. If you do not get your box during that time, you will not be able to get it. Again, the allocation goes to the general release, which is at 11 o'clock Saturday morning, the 1st, and then a second release, excuse me, at 8 p.m. Saturday, the 1st. Now, if you want to know or confirm that you are actually in the club, make sure you log into your select profile. You will see SCC at the top, or if you're on your mobile, you'll see it on the little link. I checked it on both before I came on air, and you will actually see the product sitting there. It just won't open until tomorrow at 5 o'clock. So any issues, contact select, not us. 
But uh, we will definitely post some pictures <laughs> on Card Authority tomorrow about what you should be looking at and where it is. Yeah. And I, I think we're going to plan to do another episode. I'm just about to spring this on AJ now. We're, we're going to plan to do another episode next Sunday, I'm thinking. What? A week from now, which will be the day after everyone's had the chance to buy in, obviously. And I think that's where we'll maybe get a bit more in-depth into expected price levels and the economics side of the release, which I know a few people want to talk about as well. This is supposed to be a mini cast and uh, it's going nice and late on a Sunday night. Thanks, Rings. I just see a question there. Sorry, is that Luke Dunstan? Oh, yeah, Jared so, Dunstan. Yeah, Jared Dunstan. Do they, do they ship the same time as the public? Yeah, so as it says there for the, the SCC orders, they will all be shipped out on the Friday the 7th all in time for the official release date on the 10th but that is then in under the mercy of Australia Post and whoever else they use for courier orders I imagine Melbourne Sydney Adelaide will probably get it on the Monday but um again look my understanding from what they've written there on the public site it's going to be all shipped out by the 7th I see you want to point at a comment which one were you going to show me oh uh yeah yeah are we running the risk of select heading down a jack a junk wax era? I don't think so because at the end of the day, they're still only doing four releases a year. Yeah. Um, if they were doing forty releases a year, like Panini or Tops, it doesn't mean amount. I don't think it's the the release. It's the not the amount of releases. It's the volume of the production run within yeah. a single release. So the junk wax era. The reason that imploded and why it became the junk wax era yeah. is because they were producing series that had literally tens of millions of cards in production from a single series. You mean like cards numbered 800? Yeah, no, no, cards numbered to 800,000, more yeah. like it. But, uh, and the reality is now, it's very clear that the, the, the winning methodology behind this is limited print run of very finite cards, but doing a lot of variation options and doing multiple series. So already we've seen Select obviously start to embrace that in the last three years where they've started to release more than just two series in a, in a year. Rather than pumping up those series, they've actually downsized each series over the last decade. Mm. The production runs are smaller, but the different options are becoming increased. And look, look the reality is, if they wanted to go down the full path of exploitation, they would have pumped the numbers of Prestige, they would have pumped the numbers of Footy Stars up. That would have been the easiest way to do it because it's cheap, accessible product where it can move into a much bigger marketplace than something that we had a higher price point, which has a barrier to entry. So the reality is, I don't think we're going into a junk wax era and I can't see the company steering that direction. I think that, that they understand what they're doing and how the, the, the economics of the market actually works, yeah. Yeah, and Crispy, you know, obviously, unless you live in Perth, unfortunately, mate, um, you know, they're not Amazon Direct. They don't have their own delivery service. We're at the mercy of you know, couriers or Australia Post. So it's unfortunate, but it is what it is. And it's just, uh, you know, once you get that tracking number, just hang out of the letter. I box. think they call that crispy the tyranny of distance, my friend. Mm, I like it. Oh, well. Um, and Squid, I wonder if they did a survey about how many people would actually pick green again. I mean, honestly, I think everyone loves the greens. I, I wouldn't worry about the colours too much. It's a number to 60 card. I'm a big fan of cohesion. So whether it was green or yeah. whatever, as long as it's consistent with last year's one, I'm actually happy with that. I yeah. don't like the idea of them changing it around. It'll, look, it'll probably look messy in set format. Yeah, I mean, if they put out a purple, the number to 60, everyone would be like, why isn't that green? Damned if you do, damned if you don't. That's right. All right, so look, that's all the details about footy stars. Obviously, we will put some details on Card Authority tomorrow when everything opens up. 
But James, while we've still got a few people on stream, over the last couple of weeks, there has been a couple of leaked photos of supremacy. Yes, Everyone saw the Josh Diakos yeah. signing picture that was kindly released by Connor Sports Management. Yeah. Um, I did send an email to Select asking whether they were um, aware of that and happy. I didn't get a reply. <laughs> so that would probably lean me towards... Um, they weren't planning on that image being released. That would be a fair assumption. Yeah, you know what? But... I think it's great. I think it's great. I, I think it is so the good for us, for us as a, a community of collectors. Yeah. Yep. It's awesome. And sometimes those things coming out organically in that way are actually much better than being built up towards a preview or something. It just went, for that it went, sort of, it just drop nuts. out of the middle of yeah. nowhere yeah. and get us excited and yeah. revved up about something. And literally, like, that's I, what you want. I send you the message saying, have you seen this picture? And you're like, oh, my gosh. You can't buy that excitement. Absolutely. You can't pay for it. Yeah, embrace it. And literally every single thread was going nuts about it. It was awesome. Every page. So, look, obviously there were a couple of super sleuths that I saw on a few of the pages that were zooming in to see <laughs> actually the numbers of the card. And I saw one picture where they'd identified it was 70. 70. So, it's, uh, so it looks like there's some similar characteristics of previous supremacy sets where the franchise future, I think the card is, yeah. um, is numbered to 70. So... Look, regardless whether it was Diakos or whatever, whatever, the best thing, Dacos, honestly, the best thing is we know supremacy is coming. It's now no longer something like, is it coming? We've heard a few things, all that kind of stuff. We actually know it's coming soon. 100%. Is it the end of this year? Yeah. Is it the start of yeah. next year? We know supremacy yeah. is coming. Look, I'm going to just throw it out there. If Selected planned that, and it was their little subliminal plan. Kudos to them because it's uh, that, was, that was an absolute ripper. You couldn't yeah. probably get the excitement levels up early on better than, than that. What no that, way. That did. I, our chats yeah. went nuts. Yeah, was People nuts. were going absolutely I'm excited. Up. I'm very revved up. I'm very excited. And, again, it shows. It was almost like a reinforcement to anyone who'd signed up to the Collectors Club as well, like Supremacy is coming. We, good decision. We told everyone good that decision. there was probably going to be some releases coming. Yeah. If you were going to spend your $99, it was the best money you could spend. Yeah. No less than 24 hours later. That pops up. Validation. You couldn't, you couldn't ride it any better. No. So, <laughs> look, exciting times. Um, and, look, it's uh, this mini cast is, as always, gone forever. Let's but, but, look, thank you, everyone, for joining us tonight. Prestige, it's really exciting. Just remember, log into your account to make sure that everything's set up for SCC. Um, we will post some things on Card Authority tomorrow. But we love the feedback. Thank you for all the engagement. Thank you for all the questions. Um, it makes our life much easier when you guys yeah. are all asking us things. Hopefully, we've helped answer a few things and made things clearer. But really, there's a ton of information on the Select website, not only in the checklist, but also on the product pages if you want to know anything more. But, Jenks, as always... Super leadership from you. Mate, it was you. It was all you. It was just all you. Well, thank you, guys. Have a great night. Appreciate you joining us on a Sunday. Prestige 2021 available for select collector club members tomorrow. Public sale, 11 a.m. on Saturday, the 1st of May. Don't miss out. This will be an amazing release and send all your dusty greens and blues to me. All right. Good night. Good night, Ciao. everyone. Bye. See you next week.